Hello, I'm Jason Dick, CQ Roll Call's Deputy Editor, and this is the inaugural CQ on Congress Coronavirus Special Report. We'll be bringing you daily updates on the policy news you need to know using the reporting prowess of all our reporters at CQ Roll Call. Today is Friday, March 13th. Yes, Friday the 13th, and we're coming to you from Capitol Hill. Uh, It's been a bit of a confusing day. The House uh, is still trying to figure out how to get an economic stimulus package through its chamber and over to the Senate. They don't know where the president is. We thought that we were going to get some news from the president uh, at his news conference earlier this afternoon. He actually didn't say anything uh, about it. Uh, Niels Lesniewski will talk a a little bit more about that in a few minutes. Uh, But it has been a day of kind of hurry up and wait uh, here at the Capitol. People are a little nervous because uh, everybody's being very careful about social distancing and things like this as we're working to try to cover this uh, virus. We also don't want to catch it. Uh, So it's a little uh, jumpy up here on on Capitol Hill, even as we're uh, sort of pouring over what's going on from a policy level. We're going to go to David Lehrman now, our budget tracker. He's been leading the coverage here today uh, from the stimulus package perspective. We're trying to figure out what's in the stimulus, what will be acceptable to both Democrats and Republicans. Uh, and that entails a lot of trying to run people down uh, in, a, in a situation where people don't necessarily want to be run down and talk to you right now. They want to try to get this done behind closed doors. Uh, but somebody like David has been doing this for a long time. So uh, we're going to throw it to him now. I'm David Lerman, your editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter, and we're covering the big economic stimulus bill that Congress may pass tonight. Uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi has just announced that they have a deal with the Trump administration after a whole week of back and forth negotiating. Um, This is the first sign that now they can put something forward that has bipartisan support. We know that it's going to have a combination of, of paid sick leave for workers who would, this is all about combating the economic effects of the coronavirus. Uh, and this, this bill offers all kinds of help for people who are displaced or lost jobs or lost work. Uh, it's offering paid sick leave, paid emergency leave, um, expanded nutrition programs, food aid, uh, free coverage of medical testing for the coronavirus, uh, all kinds of things like the expanded Medicaid spending. Um, we don't know quite yet all of the details and how they were able to resolve the partisan standoff that we've had for days, but obviously they have reached some understanding now and there's some way to move this forward. We're expecting a vote on the House floor uh, tonight, Friday night, and it should have bipartisan support, so it should breeze right through. And then the question is when the Republican-controlled Senate gets it next week, uh, whether they will just pass it through or, or whether they would seek changes. Um, best bet is if there's a deal with the Trump administration and President Trump has signed off, the Senate will just approve it. That remains to be seen, but this is the first indication we've had all in, in a week now that, that uh, emergency funding, billions of dollars, if not tens of billions of dollars for the coronavirus economic problems is now at hand. And now we'll go to Niels Lesniewski, who is covering the national emergency declaration that the president declared today. I'm Chief Correspondent Niels Lesniewski, where I've been paying attention today to, to President Donald Trump's press conference in the Rose Garden with an assortment of executives from uh, companies involved in the medical space, as well as chief executives from 
Uh, large retailers like Walmart and Target. Uh, President Trump announced a declaration of a national emergency, which will allow uh, Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar to waive an assortment of federal regulations governing uh, hospitals, distribution systems, uh, and the like. Uh, but a lot of the focus for the president in the formal part of the production, which took place before uh, the market closed on Friday, uh, was uh, presentations by these uh, various executives uh, who are lending parking lot space and resources, uh, ideally for the remote testing, uh, as the testing for uh, the COVID-19 disease uh, and the coronavirus expands. Now, what happened after the market closed was a bit of a different story because that's when the Q&A portion started. And at that point in time, uh, the president uh, was asked about how he thought a deal was coming along with Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And at that point in time, he said there were problems with the bill, uh, that the House Democrats weren't going far enough. Uh, and the other thing that, that happened was that the president said that he did not take responsibility for the slowness of uh, getting the testing ramped up so far, uh, which is the kind of soundbite uh, that if the testing gets up to speed quickly, we'll probably be OK, but otherwise uh, could have uh, long lasting political implications. Uh, with more on some of the, the policy substance, my colleague Mary Ellen McIntyre takes it from here. Hey there, this is Marilyn McIntyre. I'm a healthcare reporter with CQ Roll Call. I've been spending a lot of time this week listening to the nation's top public health officials talking about coronavirus. The first thing that you need to know is that the national emergency declaration that President Trump announced this afternoon means that doctors, hospitals, and nurses say they'll be more well prepared to treat people who are coming into their facilities to get treated for the coronavirus. It will waive regulations that make it easier for them to coordinate care, allow for the use of telehealth, and allow for licensing waivers to cross state lines. The other big thing you need to know about is testing. There's been a backlog in the availability of tests over the last several weeks, and this has really concerned lawmakers. They've been fuming about this on Capitol Hill over the last couple of days. The testing should be ramping up in the coming week or two. President Trump announced a public-private partnership working with pharmacies and retailers across the country to open up drive-through testing facilities, similar to what they're doing in South Korea to make it easier for people with symptoms to get testing. This is something that a lot of lawmakers have been pushing for over the last several days and that officials say will expand the availability of tests in the U.S. Back to our host, Jason. Before we wrap it up for today, we want to talk a little bit about a, uh, a development that took place off of the Hill, but it's still very important. Uh, Louisiana election officials decided to postpone the Republican and Democratic presidential primaries that were originally scheduled for April 4th. They want to hold them on June 20th. This is directly related to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, election officials there said that they didn't know if they would have the supplies available to make sure that polling places were clean and sanitized uh, amid this pandemic. So uh, one of the sort of very concrete and kind of scary developments uh, from an election perspective. That's it for March 13th. We'll be monitoring this situation closely as it develops, and we'll be back on Monday with updates to this very fast-changing story. For the entire CQ Roll Call news team, I'm Jason Dick.